Before we start, I just want to mention uh, this is another of the Encore episodes we're doing in response to the coronavirus outbreak. The musicians on our show depend on live music for a lot of their income, and so of course that has ground pretty much to a halt now. So I just want to remind you that the musicians donate their time to be on the podcast. The podcast is free and has no advertising. This episode features Andrew Scotty with a special cameo by Kristen Wiig, so uh, make sure to listen all the way through for that. And Andrew Scotty's tip jar information is www.paypal.me slash familydynamo. That's paypal.me slash familydynamo. And also you can buy merchandise from the band at andrewscotchymusic.com slash shop. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music, episode 32. It's the Magic Johnson of episodes. Also, it's about 32 degrees outside which does not make me feel better. Got a great episode this week featuring Andrew Scotchy, uh, recorded at the Mad Cow Brew House in Marshall as part of the NC Songsmiths series. Uh, we're going to talk a little more about NC Songsmiths series uh, at the break, so stick around for that. There's a good chance you know Andrew Scotchy from Andrew Scotchy and the River Rats, but he also does solo work from time to time, and so we got him doing an acoustic set here. Uh, with a special guest that will appear in some later episodes as well. Make sure to go to andrewscotchymusic.com to look for his stuff or look up Andrew Scotchy and the River Rats on Facebook or Instagram or other social media that I might not be aware of. Right now, here is Andrew Scotchy. Keeps running higher, I'm just 
didn't love that girl anymore Ooh, You just didn't know what was in store Her father was bound to kick us out The silver spoon was taken from your mouth, yeah Well, nobody has no fun if nobody sheds no blood The river keeps running higher, I'm just Living in a house of fire Oh no House of Fire, yeah. Yeah, that's a tune. Um, I really just, I think it came to be because of growing up with siblings, growing up with brothers, you know, and um, the, the the chorus is uh, no one has no fun, you know, unless anybody sheds any blood, and that just is kind of like, you know, some of the craziest memories I have of growing up with three brothers is when we were either setting things on fire or <laughs> yeah. breaking windows or, you know, <laughs> um, you know. Crazy, crazy stuff as boys. And where'd you grow up? Well, I I was born, you know, here in Asheville, in Mission Hospital, and then I more or less grew up in Weaverville, Weaverville Primary, you know, and uh, North Windy Ridge, and then I would have gone to North Buncombe High, but my oldest brother went there and kind of made a name for himself in not the best ways, so my dad was like, yeah, you're not going there. And I'm like, oh, you're crazy, because all my friends are going there, and my band is going there, Whenever you're in middle school about to go into high school, you think everything is the end of the world. So right. I thought that was just an absolute tragedy. And he's like, no, sorry, man. Like, you need to go to this uh, early college program at AB Tech. And so um, 
about six months before he passed, um, I got started there, and I remember like right before he passed, I, I knew it was a good thing because um, the teachers were way more focused and just way more involved. Um, there was a lot, lot more hands-on learning, um, and they fostered art way more than I think oh, yeah. a public school could have. So you think that directly affected where you, what you're doing now? Tremendously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about it a lot. Um, my, you know, some of the teachers still come out to the shows and everything, and I uh, more or less, you know, met some of the founding members of the River Rats in high school. Oh, cool. So we actually had some of our first shows, you know, like at school functions, and oh, really? we played our graduations. <laughs> they were they were very supportive of us, and you know, whenever Tom passed, like if if that had happened at a, at a public school, I don't think. Actually, I know I wouldn't have gotten the same support network. Mm-hmm. You know, the teachers were so involved and loving, and you know they encouraged me to come back to school because after that, I was convinced that I wasn't. You know, gonna go back to school. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do, yeah. and um, you know, I went back and I got a good a good education. You know, I got two years of college under my belt, and got out with my high school diploma as well. So, it um, over a span of five years, I learned a lot, not just academically, but you know, I learned about about myself a lot and about how to interact with people. And I wasn't really a, like a shy kid growing up, but I also just you know. Um, wasn't a huge talker like I am now, and uh, I think that school had a huge, um, it had a really big effect on me and helped me coming out of my shell a lot more.
after all fact Well I swear we're all out here working hard We're breaking our backs And just so we know We're not ever alone No, we're never alone No, 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 no No, 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 no No, 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 no Yeah, Never Alone. Um, it's for your brother, right? Yeah, we finally got that one recorded, too, as a band. Um, we've been playing that one since probably 2015. It came out on the recent album, Family Dynamo, and um, I remember I felt really strongly about that one, not only just because the like the uh, the melodic hook of it is very you know catchy, but also it was you know kind of dedicated to my brother. Um, he's on the autism spectrum, and... Um, He's had a, probably the hardest time out of all of us as far as recovering, you know, from my dad's passing and relating to the world around him. And um, I just, I wanted to, you know, like write a simple message to him saying that, you know, hey, no matter how alienated you may feel or how um, far apart from people sometimes, like we all feel, you're you're really not alone because I, I always think about you and I'm love you and I'm proud of the man you're becoming and then you know the song just kind of took a life of its own because it also became um kind of like a general statement you know as far as like what we believe in about human interaction you know the band is very inclusive we mm -hmm. we welcome people in like family you know so that song ties into that more from Andrew in just a little bit but I just want to mention that you can catch Andrew in the area sometimes but also Andrew Scotch and the River Rats plays all over the country, including uh, an upcoming Winter Out West tour where they're going to be going through Kentucky, Kansas, Missouri, Colorado, Utah, Idaho, and I think a couple of more. Uh, so if you live in those areas, check them out. Again, go to andrewscotchymusic.com to look for that. And if you're in the Asheville area, you can catch them on January 23rd at the Winter Out West send-off party at Ambrose West in West Asheville. A lot of West in there. As I mentioned before, this was recorded when Andrew was doing the NC Songsmith series. NC Songsmith is a project run by Christina Chandler, and what they do is they have these venues that just have a rotation of North Carolina songwriters, and so you know that you're going to get quality songwriters and quality performance there every week. Make sure to go to their website, ncsongsmiths.org or look them up on Facebook NC Songsmiths for more information and dates and times. This is Nick Gonnering and you're listening to WNC Original Music Podcast. strange, call me frantic, I 
just another strange bird. I'm a natural romantic. Another strange bird, I'm a natural 
romantic yeah that was a that was a song that kind of started out as a joke because I kept hearing the expression uh, hopeless romantic Mm -hmm. and I got so sick of hearing it and um, people say that about you yeah I I think I've been called that before maybe I just uh, ignored it but um, yeah I mean I, I have a very romantic relationship with life you know so naturally I have a romantic relationship with a lot of people you know mm-hmm. and uh, I love people so um, but whenever I kept hearing that expression hopeless romantic it was just kind of like putting down um, people that had big hearts and I was like well people that are quote unquote hopeless romantics they can't help it they're born that way so they're a natural romantic and uh, the song just kind of evolved from there and uh, the chorus was kind of like, uh, I mean, the lines, um, I don't need no words to let you know how I might be when I'm hanging around your tree. Is It kind of plays into the whole thing, like, uh, you can say things all you want, but unless you show it, unless you physically show people, you know, that you're there, you're involved, you care about them, then uh, uh, it may not really get across. So it's a relatively newer song, and we... We brought it to the band and we needed like an intro and everything. Keith and Eliza are, are great at like taking a meat, like the meat of a song and then getting the intro in order and the outro and like a B section. So um, we kind of puzzle pieced it together, I guess, and um, kind of took shape from there. And it's actually one of the songs we want to record this coming spring, uh, hopefully as a, a single or um, like a EP to follow up the recent album. Um, take a minute and just introduce the River Rats. Yeah. Talk about them for a minute. So Just Eliza, one minute. 60 seconds. Yeah, I quickly hear yeah. <laughs> So Eliza Hill, I've known her. She, uh, she or Eliza Hill on drums. I've known her since, God, 2000 and, 2009. So I've known her almost 10 years. or Yeah, 10 years. And um, she has, she said, she's technically the second drummer, but she's the um, the only drummer that you'll hear on the recordings or at least recordings that are, you know, out to the public. Um and she's one of my best friends. We, uh, we actually dated for four years um, while we were in a band together and um, survived that, you know, <laughs> and learned a lot from that and came out of it even better friends, believe it or not. Um, so Keith Harry is on bass guitar, and I met Keith Harry actually at the Orange Peel when I first started working there in 2014. Mm-hmm. and. I knew he was in a, or I knew he was a great musician because he was in a band called Freeway Revival, a, a great act here in Asheville. And it was around that same time that we were kind of having uh, bass players that were kind of like one foot in, one foot out kind of thing. I really wanted a guy that was, um, a, a, you know, a little bit more organized, a little bit more dedicated. Just, um, I just really wanted to go after it with me, kind of be my right hand man. And our booking agent at the time, he was like. Keith Harry's the guy, so um, I remember Keith filled in for Eliza's little brother, Asher, who played bass for us for like two years. Keith filled in here, there, and I always had a great time every time that he played. And then I think in 2016, he became like a permanent member, and uh, shortly after, we recorded, you know, the uh, the tracks that would become Family Dynamo with him. Um, and the horn section, who, you know, you hear in the album, you kind of see at the live shows, um, 
we don't tour with them, but um, we bring them in whenever we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this weekend at Christmas Jam, we brought them in for the music hall show. Um, so Alex Bradley is on trumpet, and Kyle Snuffer on trombone. And I've known Alex and Kyle since kindergarten, actually. So we all grew up in Weaverville slash Woodfin um, together, you know. And uh, me and Alex were actually in Boy Scouts together and went on camping trips and everything. And um, Pretty tight, you know. Oh, super tight. Yeah, no, we have stories galore, man. And this is a song I wrote after I talked to a few people that... Uh, they're kind of plastic people. You know what plastic people are? It's when you go up to them, you ask them how they're doing. Like, great, everything's awesome. Everything's really good. Everything's going really well. And you're like, you're such a bullshitter. <laughs> so I wrote this song for those people. All I gotta do is just be a little bit more honest. They'd probably be happier. Not to get discouraged When they're chalking it up To be human For a while They traded it all for courage I Traded it all for a smile But no one's gonna tell you No one's gonna live their life if anyone says they've got it made, they're telling you lies. And no one can help you, no matter what you may do. If anyone says they've got it made, they're telling you lies. And no more, you're just another sad song. Baby, all your chords sound the same Been singing it all day long Won't you come on in for some shade Just another sad song 
baby, all your chords sound the same. Been singing it all day long. Won't you come on in from the rain? another sad song that that was one that I had actually been wanting to write for a while because I think in some way shape or form I had heard that expression used about people um, that come into our lives that are just kind of maybe temporary or just kind of you know use you up and then move on to the next you know person maybe do the same thing but um, that and that was always kind of my mentality of like if I if, if I knew something was kind of like breaking my heart at the time or if I felt stressed out about something, you know, I'd always joke and just be like, oh, it's just another sad song. It's okay. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel, that kind of thing. And um, that song's probably only about six months old, maybe. Okay. And um, is it uh, being that recent, is it finished or are you still working on it a little bit? I'm still toying with it. 
that whole uh, NC Songsmith show run that I did, that was really my first time getting to play it out mm. and getting to experiment with it. Um, and I haven't gotten a chance to like do a full electric version with it yet. I like to mm. do that because I think it's some fun dynamic changes. And um, yeah, I think o- overall it's just uh, kind of like a message to myself and to, you know, whoever's listening to just, you know, remember that things are temporary and. Uh, even when you feel, you know, bottom of the barrel, you're going to, you're going to come right back up and you're going to be okay. You know, that's, you know, a lot of my songs are, you know, about trying to just uh, rise above, you mm-hmm. know, because there's so many things daily, there's so many things within relationships and within work, whatever, you know, that can just tear us apart that you have to, you know, build your shell up, but also not, you know, block people out or block, you know, things out. So it's a balance. Yeah, your music is, um, I mean, I, w- I would, would you call it blues rock? You know, we've, mm-hmm. uh, we, yeah, we, yeah, we've been called blues rock yeah. a lot, and I but think... it's very uplifting, positive, yeah. you know. I think I think it's got a soul aspect to it. I always yeah. have thought that because, you know, music ultimately saved me, and it's somewhat of, rel- you know, a religion to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think the best way to classify what the band does is high-energy rock and roll. Yeah. And I think that makes sense because rock and roll has it, it. It's like it's like when you say punk, yeah, it's punk. But what does that exactly mean? Like, there's so many different genres that go yeah. into making punk. There's so many different genres and influences and roots that go into make rock and roll. Yeah. Um, and the solo shows obviously are not only just sonically different, but they're you know way more intimate. You know, and I talk more and kind of share stories more and everything mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I would say it's, it's got deep, deep roots in rock and roll, and I've always been really just in love with rock and roll music, so yeah. that's always going to come out, but I'm also inspired by soul music, funk, reggae, jazz, punk, I mean, it's kind of all over the place. You know, um, I bet I was not able to find it to prove myself, but I'm not just making stuff, but I was thinking about your sound, and your sound reminds me of the, the era in like the early, mid-70s, mm-hmm. when like rock, soul funk, pop kind of all came together mm-hmm. in a lot of places and it wasn't as much separation like there wasn't Motown over here and right. Apple Music here and that so it was like you could you could go anywhere and hear anything mm-hmm. from any band um, and that kind of reminded me of that that time well that's that's what we grew up on this kind of stuff we grew up on everything from you know like you said Motown to um, bands like Chicago you know yeah. and uh even if we didn't know who the bands were growing up, whenever we heard them, like our parents, you know, I don't, yeah, none of them were musicians except for Eliza's dad. He was a drummer, and we were just around it all the time. Eliza has stories of hearing Led Zeppelin and Phil Collins and stuff like that. And Keith, uh, he grew up around a lot of Jeff Beck and Grateful Dead, Almond Brothers kind of thing. And my dad was crazy about the Rolling Stones. He loved James Taylor. Um, this hard funk band called Mother's Finest that I actually yeah. ended up seeing for the first time when I was 10 oh, wow. and I, that was like the first show that really exposed me to the energy of the live show experience and how much I just wanted to be part of that man yeah. like, I just wanted that to be everyday life <laughs> yeah. you know I didn't want I didn't want to I didn't want to leave that trip man like it was so cool cool yeah, yeah but yeah essentially it's kind of like a cocktail but um, everyone you know 
as, as as you play and as you travel, especially with uh, with the band, you you see the different reactions and you you hear different um, descriptions of what you do, and that really helps you understand how you're being perceived, you know, and how um, what you're doing is you know coming across. So we've heard you know like white striped comparisons and um, even a band called Fishbone in the '90s. You know, it just kind of <laughs> it yeah. kind of depends on the yeah. song, I guess, but. The, um, the, the fabric that holds it all together is a love for rock and roll music because no matter where we've been, people, you know, that's like a universal feel-good kind of music, I guess, yeah. All right, that's it for part one of the Andrew Scotchy episodes. Look for part two coming up in a couple of weeks. Also, uh, he'll have a special guest, and we'll see him appear in a couple of songs. I'm not going to say who, so everyone will wonder. Who could it be? Is it me? No. Make sure to check out andrewscotchymusic.com for Andrew and the River Rats music and also tour dates. They have got a lot of tour dates coming up, including around Western North Carolina and, as I mentioned before, all throughout the West and Pacific Northwest. We'll put links to all that in the episode notes. Uh, As always, search for WNC Original Music on iTunes and Google and Podcastify or anything like that that you can think of. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, not Twitter. We're on Twitter, but don't follow us there. It's not ready yet. Thanks to Michelle Guild for the fake ad. Funny as always, and she had a little special guest there if you noticed. Uh, Send her your thoughts and prayers. She knows why. Hope everybody noticed the special theme song for this episode in honor of Andrew's appearance. Make sure to go to the Facebook page for a lot more videos, and we'll see you next week.